Hi guys, welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and today on the podcast, we have Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules. Yes, it is all happening. Sheena was doing a partnership with Smirnoff for their spicy tamarind flavor as tied to Cinco de Mayo. And, you know, we don't usually do too many sponsored SponCon partnership be interviews on this show, but to get some time with the Vanderpump Rules cast member right now, considering the scandal of it all, I'm down. So we start off the interview talking a lot about that, you know, some Cinco de Mayo memories, what it's like letting her hair down and valuing that time now that she has a daughter, you know, hosting an event in Chicago for Smirnoff. And then, and then we obviously jumped into the show and we talked a lot about this moment right now that's airing where it's like, some of her friends are get are onto the Raquel and Sandoval of it all, and she's not really convinced by that by that chatter. She's kind of trusting in her friends that they're not having an affair, that they're not sleeping together. And we talked about what it's been like for her to watch that all that back, and she admits, yeah, it's cringy, but like ultimately, it shows that I was a trust a trusting friend, and like it, I I do think it speaks to her character, and I get what she's saying about that, but it's not easy for her to watch back, as she says in this interview. You know, we talked about whether she's looking forward to having some of this behind her and kind of moving on to a new season, what the future of the show could look like, you know, what it's been like watching Ariana like totally thrive coming out of this like huge betrayal and just being happier than ever, honestly, right now. And she got emotion actually emotional talking about that, which is really, really sweet. She also talked about how like with her podcast, Shenanigans with Sheena Shea, she's having record breaking numbers, which is not a surprise, but again, I think it's, what I love about this moment is that it's like, it's sort of a, it's sort of a reclaiming of the power for some of the women on Vanderpump Rules. It's obviously for Ariana, but I think for some of the other ones too, they're, yeah, there's a little bit, they're capitalizing on the moment, but like it's not, not in a not in a bad way. I think in a way that's like, it's part of the game. You know, they have these podcasts, they have these partnership opportunities. Like why not take them? Why not, you know, embrace this moment where there's so many eyeballs on this show and they're really all u- utilizing this moment in a in a really smart way. And I think it's, it's really empowering to watch it. Anyway, I, I just really love talking to Sheena and again, being a good brand partner that she is, she kind of kept bringing it back to the Smirnoff of, of it all, but I tried to push for more Vanderpump tea. So there's a really good mix in there. Anyway, keep listening for my interview with Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules. And please rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we are here with Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules, host of Shenanigans with Sheena Shea podcast an icon of our time. Sheena, how are you? Thank you. I'm so good. I loved that intro. Thank you so much. (laughs) Of course. I mean, I meant every word. I, first of all, I do have to say, like, I just love how busy you and all your friends have been recently. Like, it makes me very happy to see how booked and busy you all are right now. Like, how are you feeling in this moment? Good, but it's been a little overwhelming because we have been so go, go, go. You know, it's a very busy time of year. Usually we have a little more time in between seasons. So it's right. like April is always my busy month, but it's my busy fun month. But then it's like, we just have had so much going on still. So it's been a very good, fun, busy. And I just enjoy my down days with my baby girl that much more like Monday in Palm Springs. We just did it in the house. It was yeah. just Full day, chill, and then, you mm-hmm. know, recharge. And now I'm ready for Chicago. I, I was about to say, so so you're gearing up for a Cinco de Mayo in Chicago with yes. Smirnoff. Tell me about it. That's why we're that's why we're talking today. Yeah. So I am a sucker for marketing and the branding <laughs> of this bottle. Have you seen it? Do I need to pull it closer? Bring bring it out. 
stunning. Oh my God. My daughter Summer is obsessed with Coco and Encanto and all things like that right now. So she likes to just look at the bottle. So (laughs) I literally, when I saw this, I was like, okay, hold on. I love tamarind. I love spicy cocktails, but I'm always in the mood for vodka and not always in the mood for tequila. So what I love about this is I can make a spicy tamarita and I don't have to have the tequila with it. This there has we go. So much flavor. I made a skinny one last night. I tend to be more basic when I'm at home and I'll just drink wine. But after <laughs> I saw this, I was like, okay, we're taking basic, turning it into bold. I'm going to tahine rim a drink at home. And I made a nice little skinny tamarita last night. And I got to tell you, it was pretty good. I did lemon instead of lime. And love that. Uh, Sounds yeah. amazing. I've been drinking Smirnoff since I was 21. This is a vodka that's for everyone. It's affordable. And that's why I've just kind of stuck with it for as long as I have. So fun. And I'm curious, I mean, you mentioned like, you know, you, you, you value the downtime with summer more, more, more these days since you're so busy, but also on the flip side, do you, I mean, like you're gearing up for Cinco de Mayo for this, for this celebration in Chicago with Smirnoff, like do you also value those moments where you can let your hair down a little bit more? Like, do you, do those moments have a different kind of value for you these days as well? 100%. That's why I still go to my festivals and do my girls nights out and stuff. Yeah. Because honestly, I feel like things like this are important for my mental health to still, you know, be me. Like, yes, I'm a mom, but I'm a cool mom. I'm a fun mom. <laughs> yes. And cool mom, mom baby. likes to go out, let her hair down and have a spicy tamarita to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Amazing. What is your best Cinco de Mayo memory with, with the, with the pump rules crew? Ooh, do you have one? Love a skinny Marg. So I I mean, mean, count me in. We've, uh, we've had our share of margaritas in this group over the past decade. We used (laughs) to always just like start at like the Grove and then we would just kind of like bar hop around WeHo those are some of my best memories. I used to live at Park La Brea. It was right across from the Grove. So we would just always start there, have our skinny margaritas, and then just kind of- well, Who knows what who, who knows what happened next? Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I mean, the past two months, Sheena, have been, I don't remember like a, a more like kind of high voltage time, but to be even just a Bravo fan in general, but mm-hmm. even specifically a, a Vietnam Up Rules fan. How do you feel now that, you know, we're kind of going into the final episodes that the finale trailer is out. The reunion's coming later this month. Are you, are you kind of like ready for that to just finally all be out there? No more restraints, no more, like everything's there. Yeah, because it's hard, especially too, when we binge the end of the season before the reunion. So yeah. then it's like we filmed the reunion and we're like, oh, we're done. But we're like, wait, no, we still have a lot of episodes. Like half the season, yeah. And then I'm yeah. Like, wait, what's aired? What hasn't aired yet? What do people know? What do they not know? Every week I record my podcast. I'm like, I literally have three people listen to my podcast every week just to make sure that I'm sticking Smart. with what's going on this week. Cause I'm like, wait, did that happen? Oh my gosh. It's like, it's, it's been so much. It's, it's been a lot, but um, mm-hmm. the fans, you know, are more involved than they've been in a really long time. So it's, great to see that something so hurtful and you know something that was really hard for us to go through is also just we're I mean you know we're reaching a lot of people with this story yeah and I feel like 
a lot of women who have been through a betrayal, you know, feel like they're not alone. You know, people on TV shows go through this kind of stuff too. So as hard as it has been personally for us, I always just try and see the positive and see how, you know, by this all being out there, hopefully we're helping people know they're not alone. Totally. Yeah. I was, I was going to get to this later, but like one of the things that I've really loved about this entire moment is just like, it's, it really, to me is like the women of Vanderpump Rules kind of taking back some of the reins and taking back some of the power, just just in terms of the narrative. And, and I think, you know, in this interview, Sandoval criticized people like capitalizing on it, but I don't really, I want to view that as being kind of part of the game. That's yeah. kind of being part of reality star, you know, too. It's Absolutely. like, I think the, the men on the show have been kind of, they've been given the restaurants and the, and the whatever, like for so long. And now it's the women who are like, no, we're going to capitalize on this. And we're going to, we're going to own our voices in this whole situation. Is that how no, you feel about it? For sure. I mean, no one's given anything though. I will say we all work. Right. Sorry. Yeah, our yeah, own I, I, yeah. No, but I just like, yeah. just to clear up, like, we yeah. all, you know, work for and put our own money into our business totally. and whatnot, yes. but it does feel good to just have all of this women empowerment going on mm -hmm. in our friendship group on the show. You know, this actually has brought some of us closer together. So, you know, where there's heartbreak, there's also been some makeups and, mm -hmm. you know, new friendships blossoming again that yeah. maybe we thought would never. So I just I, am trying to see all of the positives into something that was so hard, but to say mm -hmm. we're capitalizing on it, you know, it's like our life is our job. Our job is our life. They are intertwined. It's very hard to separate. And I guarantee you, if I was going through the same thing, they would be doing that as well. 100%. And they don't, they don't have podcasts, so they can, exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you have a successful that podcast and you have your own platform. Exactly. Exactly. On the show right now, Sheena, we're seeing this moment, obviously that played out seven months ago where, you know, the group was sort of on to what was going on and, and you weren't really convinced by that, by, by sort of some of that chatter. And I'm curious watching that back, what that experience has been like for you to see to see some of that, especially the lunch with Allie might be, was probably, I'm guessing, kind of hard to watch. What's it been like for you to see some of these moments where it's like, damn, everyone else was sort of onto it, but I was so convinced that, that, that nothing was going on. You know, honestly, I want to beat myself up about it and be like, I should have seen this. I should have asked this and that. But at the end of the day, I'm proud of myself for being a good, loyal friend, you know, like, I had their back. I defended them because I thought they were good people and I thought they would never do this. So I can't let myself be upset with my past actions. It's hard right. to watch back. There's some cringy moments that I discussed on my podcast last week. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you said that. Oh, yep, you said that. I remembered saying it, but then you always hope like maybe no one else will see that I said that. Maybe they cut and it out, right? It. So yeah, but it's like, at the end of the day, I was a good friend and I'm not going to apologize for being a good friend. And I'm going to continue to be a good friend to Ariana who loves cocktails and she's going to be making some special Smirnoff drinks for me soon too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. The other question I had just about, just about that moment is like, I don't know how much you can say about this, so I don't want to spoil anything, but like, you know, obviously everyone was so surprised in March when everything came out. 
And I'm wondering if that's because they do a good job of throwing you guys off the scent or if like, can you explain any of that at all? Or is that something we're, I mean, we're going to see later? Maybe that was part of it, but I think it was just so shocking that it was these two best friends who no one suspected. Raquel and Ariana were very, very close. So you would never think one of your closest friends would do that to you in that way for that long in your own home. Like there were just so many things that, we've been replaying that yeah. yeah it's been definitely challenging to watch back I think this season more than any season yeah it's been wild mm -hmm. and she now you know I, your answer was just indicative of this but like I just love the mentality and sort of the approach you've taken of just like owning the fact that that you weren't on to them that like you know you were again you were really loyal as a friend and so I think that's a it speaks to your character honestly but like even you know leaving the courthouse recognizing that as an opportunity to you know like speak out for it for a good cause like I think that I just love I just wanted to say that I love the like kind of approach you've taken to this whole thing and um you. you you've you found some like silver lining some some ways to bring positives out of it you know yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of getting to do what we do, you know, and having such a big platform. I think that we need to take these moments and not capitalize on it in a business sense necessarily, but capitalize on it in a way to raise awareness and bring awareness to things that maybe aren't talked about enough that people need to have a little more education on. And you mentioned Ariana, and I think that you've been such a good friend to her since this and also before this, you've always been a good friend to her you know, she seems to be thriving. And, and I, again, she's, she's like the, the woman of the year right now, like she's everywhere and she's getting all these opportunities. What's it like watching that and kind of watching her again, reclaim that power and, and kind of blast off into a level that she hasn't even been at before. Like it's, just, it's amazing to watch. Yeah, no, it really has been seeing her at Coachella, just <laughs> eyes more lit up than they've ever been. Like even in the beginning of her relationship with Sandoval, I never saw her smile the way she smiles now. So mm. that just makes me as her best friend so happy because mm. I'm like, you deserve every, I can get emotional, every good thing coming like she deserves. She has worked so hard. She's been through so much and she really deserves every good thing that's coming her way. Mm. And I told her if she gets dancing with the stars, I will be there front row every week cheering her on i need I, I i need that to, with, with, exactly with the with the smear off you know she before, before for a little a little lighter note but like again this vanderpump rules is having a banner year obviously it's coming out of a bad moment but you guys are the are kind of you're the talk of the town right now and 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 everyone's i think it's sort of reminded some people who might have given up on you guys that like <laughs> we love you guys like i i never gave up on the show but i think a lot of people like or like, oh, what's the future? Like, what do you envision the future of Vanderpump Rules being after this, after this whole debacle, after this season? How do you move forward? To be honest, I don't know. I, I don't know that anyone knows the answer to that question yet. Even Michael Rappaport on Watch What Happens Live had asked Andy Cohen that. He's like, I don't know, but we're going to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, I remember we're that. Figure it out. So, um, do you have a hope? Do you have a hope for what it looks like? I mean, I just hope we have another season, you know, right. so season season. we get that announcement. Like, that's all I hope for every year is to just 
keep going to keep being able to tell our story because I know us doing that it does it reaches so many people and right now we're reaching even more so I would love to just stay on that train and keep it going as long as possible Mm -hmm. and we talked about sort of I think you smartly using shenanigans of Sheena Shea as sort of an outlet to share some of your feelings and and to just bring I think bring fans in in a different way it didn't spoil anything that came onto the show but has has the performance of the podcast like has it have you been breaking any of your own records like has you have a, you it was very successful before this but I have to imagine that some of these episodes are really popping off yeah no I the last two months keep beating my record for monthly downloads and like we're in the millions now monthly which is really congratulations exciting. yeah I was like wait you mean like for the whole year and he goes no that was just last month I'm like what Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's keep it going, baby. That is, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. So it's like that, you know, it's like, it's, it's sad that it took this event for certain people to wake up, to pay more attention, to listen more. But, you know, I'm just thankful that I got the opportunity to do this and go to fun events in Chicago, you know, like we don't get stuff like this without this show and this platform. So to get to go celebrate Cinco de Mayo with two of my besties who I haven't seen since my wedding who live out there. Oh yeah. Amazing. Some, like, I love that. Spicy, tangy fun. I can't wait. When you're at an event like that, you'll be at the Cinco de Mayo party with Smirnoff and you're obviously going to be surrounded by fans who I've been watching you for 10 years. What are the things that people mention? What do they bring up to you? What do they say to you when when you have these these fan interactions? Um, it's different every time. My favorite thing that people say is that they either watch my vlog or listen to my podcast because then I'm like, you're a real one. Like you totally. don't just watch the show because your boyfriend's sister had it on TV or whatever. So I love when um People also will share an experience with me and uh, something that I've talked about that's maybe helps them get through a hard time. Mm -hmm. So those are just my favorite conversations to have. But a lot of people are shy. They'll just like say hi, ask for a pic and they're like, bye, nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like if I'm not super busy at the moment or trying to run to something else, I'm like, so where are you from? You know, just like have a little icebreaker. And it's like, oh, do you live in the area? Like what? you know, if I'm at a festival, like, who are you excited to see? I just, I love to interact and have those conversations with people because I know if it were someone I was a fan of and they asked me a question, like I would remember that forever. So a hundred percent. And that's so nice that like, cause people do get nervous and that's so nice that you kind of, you break the tension for them. You know, that, that's yeah. a really nice thing to do. <laughs> yeah. And at an event like this, where it's like, especially like a signature cocktail sort of event, it's like, I'll talk about the drink. I'll be like, let's go do right. a shot, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. always promoting like responsible drinking. But yes, I do love to have a shot or two, especially when I'm hanging out with Brittany. A hundred percent. And you, and you, and you know how to, how to work these moments. And I think that that's, that, that's something you've definitely learned over the years. And I think that's, a, it's a really about, I mean, not everybody can say the same. So I think it's a valuable thing to be able to do these. And yeah, um, Gina, I think that's all the time we have, but this was so much fun and Thank you. Have, have so much fun at Cinco de Mayo in Chicago. And yes, I, um, I appreciate wait. your, I appreciate your openness today. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. It's good talking of to you. Of course. Thanks so all much. Right. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to We Should Talk. I hope you enjoyed the interview. You can find out more about In The Know at inthenow.com. 
You can follow me, Gibson Johns, at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to all of our interviews, past and future, by searching We Should Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you next time.